the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to His Life Revealed with Pastor Todd Granger of His Life Fellowship in San Antonio, Texas. We're so glad you've chosen to join us today. Our passion at His Life Ministry is to help believers know Him and show Him. So we keep it simple. It's just about Jesus. Our prayer for you today is that the Holy Spirit will make His truth plain to you so you can walk in freedom and enjoy the life of union that God designed you to live. And now, here's Pastor Todd. Colossians 1.27 To whom God was pleased to make known how great for the Gentiles are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you. Christ within and among you, the hope of realizing the glory. Christ is the manifestation of God. He came to earth to make an invisible God visible through His obedience. He revealed the character of God in word and deed. He revealed the love of God in all things. He came that the world through Him might be saved. What was His purpose? What was the reason He came? Well, John 3.17 says, For God did not send the Son into the world in order to judge, to reject, to condemn, to pass sentence on the world, but that the world might find salvation and be made safe and sound through Him. That's why He sent Him. Listen. There is a salvation unto man for eternity, which is through the death of resurrection of our Lord Jesus. And there is a salvation that is given to us as His children as we carry His life. We carry salvation within us that is to answer every difficulty, every circumstance, every failure, every depression, every hopelessness, every doubt, every fear. Christ in you is the hope of glory. In Him and in Him alone. You see the heart of the Father when you look at Jesus. When Jesus walked upon the earth, what was the heart of the Father? To save. The heart of the Father was to save. We get it so messed up. We fall and we fail and allow the enemy to triumph over us by seeing God as standing before us in condemnation. But the heart that Jesus revealed in the Father was not inconsistent with His justice, for Jesus died to save us from our sins. But it was consistent with the truth of His character, for God is love. And the God that stands before us in our failures is not the God of condemnation. It's not the God of judgment. It's not the God of rejection. It is the God of love who calls us unto Himself as He called the prodigal and welcomed Him into His arm, ran to greet Him. That's the heart of the Father. That's the revelation of who your God is. That's who He would have you know. Christ in you. 
the hope of glory. This is our hope in life. That this same Jesus will in all things be to us more than just eternal salvation, but also our salvation from fear, from despair, from failure, from hopelessness. Jesus saved us through his life. He gave us his life that we might have him as the source of life. It is a life that reflects the presence and the glory of God. Jesus fulfilled Ezekiel 36, verses 26 and 27, which says, God, looking out into the future upon his children, speaks, A new heart will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes. And you shall heed my ordinances and do them. Can you hear the excitement in the Father's voice? This is the God of love speaking. You and I will share life. You and I will walk together in love. And you will love me. And I will put my desires in your heart. And you will recognize and realize and participate in a new life that will mean so much more. It will mean eternity for you. I'm going to bless you beyond any imagination, comprehension, or dream. Because I love you. That's the God that we serve. That's the God of our hope. By the work of the Spirit, God reveals a new heart, a new spirit. We are a new creation in Christ, made to manifest the presence and the glory of God as Jesus did when He walked upon the earth. We don't do it perfectly. We often obscure and disguise the truth within us through sin and failure, yet we cannot deny who we are and what suits us and that we were made for Him. We look at Him and we are radiant. Our faces need not blush for shame. And we need not be confused. Let's look at Colossians 1.28. says, Him we preach and proclaim. This is Paul speaking. He just got through saying, In Christ in you is the hope of glory. And Him, that is the Christ in you, we preach and proclaim, warning and admonishing everyone and instructing everyone in all wisdom, comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God, that we may present every person mature, fully grown, full grown, fully initiated, complete and perfect in Christ, the Anointed One. Him we preach. When we began today... I said that the infant cries out to its mother because it sees the mother as the answer. The mother may bring a bottle or may bring a clean diaper, but the infant is not comforted by the presence of these things. Nor does it see these things as the answer at this point in its life. He only wants his mother. You see, he hasn't gotten so far as to see the answer in in the things around He sees it in a person, his mother. Paul says, this Christ that is in you, this is the person we preach. 
Oh yeah, He may enter into your circumstances. And in His hand, He may hand you the job that you want. He may hand you the the prosperity that you think you need. He may hand you the relationship that you think you want. He may deliver you out of an illness. He may do all of these things. But let me tell you, those are not your need. Call Him to a person. His name is Jesus. And in anything that He brings to you, what He wants you to see is that He is your life. And that life is your provision. And that life is your peace. And that life is your healing. And that life is all that you need, no matter what life brings you. For you were made for Him, and nothing else suits you. Him we preach. And Him alone. People don't need another doctrine. People don't need another teaching. They, like the infant, need a person whose very life and presence answers their need. For when divorce strikes, you can't wrap a doctrine around it. When illness strikes, you cannot listen to enough teaching to make it go away. When you are in hopelessness, there is nothing that's going to answer that apart from the person of Christ. And here is the message that is the glory of God. That we need not try to call Christ into our life. That we need not beg and plead that He enter into our circumstances. But that the very answer of life and hope and everything that you need is in a person. And that person is in you. It's in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. And Paul says, Him we preach and proclaim and warn and admonish everyone, instructing everyone in all wisdom. Well, it says in verse 27, it does not say that knowledge is the hope of glory or doctrine is the hope of glory or teaching is the hope of glory or preaching is the hope of glory, but Christ in you. And then Paul says, Christ in you is the hope. So it's Christ I'm going to preach. And the person of Christ in union with you is what you need to grow. Oh, did you see that? Look at verse 28. What's Paul talking about when he says, Preach, proclaim, warning, admonishing everyone, instructing everyone in all wisdom, that you might have comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. What is he talking about? Well, he just said that he wasn't presenting a doctrine to you. He just said, I'm presenting a person. And what Paul is talking about is the way of growth and maturity, the way of apprehending for your life the reality of the presence of God. I am speaking to you about that way. It's in the person of Christ in you that you may know Him. I'm going to preach that you may know Him. I'm going to preach that you may walk with Him. I'm going to preach that He is your life. I'm going to preach that He is your answer. I'm going to preach that His person is within you. I'm going to preach the relationship that you have with Christ. It is your hope of glory. It is the process of maturity. It is the process of growth. It is what gives you life in this life. Oh, I'm not going to stand up here and try to teach you something else. I'm just going to say, look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look at His life within you. Look to Him. 
and find hope. What he's preaching is how to live in relationship. How to grow in relationship. How to mature in relationship with the person of Jesus who lives in you. That's what he's preaching and teaching. And it takes interaction and empowerment of an intimate person. A personal relationship to mature us and grow us. Now this maturity that he's talking about. How do you mature in a relationship? By knowing about the person? Well, I'm not sure that has some advantages. The way we mature in relationship is being with the person. Walking with the person. I always use my relationship with my wife. Because in reality, marriage is to be an example. But here's the truth. I don't know her because I read books about Sabra. I don't know her because I went to seminars about women. I don't know her for all of those reasons. I didn't watch any videos that really revealed her to me. What revealed her to me was day in, day out, moment by moment, ups and downs, sideways and backwards, living life with my wife and determining each step of the way to recognize her as my wife and the love of my life, regardless of what life brought me. In those things, I know her. You see, in that determining, I've embraced the truth of our relationship, and now I can live in it. Because it's not held together by my effort. It is part of how I live. It's bigger than just coming to church on Saturday or giving, giving some kind of, of verbal ascension to who you are. It's even bigger than, than Bible study five days a week. It's bigger than spending all of your time in the Word. It's bigger than all of those things. It is the, the life. It is the warp and woof of what Christ came to give us. He came to give us relationship with Himself. That we may know Him. How do I need to know Him? Well, so far I needed to know Him in marriage. So far I needed to know Him in jobs, job losses, financial difficulties. I've needed to know Him in sickness. I've needed to know Him in relationships. I've needed to know Him in enemies. I've needed to know Him in friends. I've needed to know Him in every moment of my life. There is not a moment presented to me in life in which I don't need to know Him. For Christ in me is the only hope I have of ever experiencing, realizing, entering into the presence of God, which is His glory. How do I need to know Him? Only my next breath will tell me. But like Paul, it's my determined purpose to know Him. Paul is saying the same thing that Peter said in Second Peter 3.18. Peter said, But grow in grace, undeserved favor, spiritual strength and recognition, and knowledge and understanding of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ the Messiah. But grow in grace. To Him be glory, honor, majesty, and splendor both now and to the day of eternity. Now, Peter is saying the same thing Paul's saying. Peter is saying that, is speaking of growing in this life. Because he, uh, he said, 
from now until the day of eternity. And besides, where do we most need grace? I don't think it'll be in heaven, will it? It'll be here. Grow in grace. Growing in grace. And how do we do that? Well, he's speaking of a process. It's through the intimate interaction that we know Jesus. That we recognize Jesus. That we embrace the person. Now you may say to me, well, Pastor, doesn't Colossians 2.10 tell us that we're complete in Christ? Absolutely. Now what I'm saying is grow in it. You're complete in Christ. Grow in it. I'm not asking you to change. Paul's not preaching change here. He's preaching growth. I've said it before. An oak doesn't become a willow. A weed doesn't become a flower. We grow into the truth of who we are and the revelation of who we are is expressed in the fruit of our life. The flower's glory is its bloom. The vine's glory is its fruit. The glory of you is Christ in you. The expression of that life in you. Grow. Grow in it. Yield to it. See that that is the most important issue that confronts you in this day. Is to live in the person of Christ. In the relationship of Christ. To know Him. But you know it's more than that. You see Paul, as I've said before, he was so bent on knowing God that you had to know that each step of the way was a reward for him. In each instance, in everything that he experienced, and what all did he experience? Great revivals, good camp meetings, a record contract. Oh, he had it all CDs. He had a huge church. You know, he had a great priest. No. Through beatings and through nakedness, through hunger, through the whip, through being shipwrecked. Oh, just read. It's all there. And you know, he comes to almost the end of his life and he's sitting in prison with chains on his hands and he says, I want to know him! Well, Paul, I wonder, I wonder if, if, if God were to come to you and say, or came to me and said, Todd, I want you to know me and the way you're going to know me is that I'm going to make sure that you have this difficulty, this tragedy, this problem, this issue. That's how you're going to know me. Well, you know, I'm not sure I would have uh, bit off on that. You know when Paul bit off on it? When he had the revelation of Christ. When I have the revelation of Christ, when I see the person of Christ, it doesn't matter to me what happens on this planet. The desire of my heart is to know Him. It's the priority of my being. It's what I live for. It's what I long for. It is my nurture. It is the purpose of my existence. I recognize that because the glory of Christ is so much greater than anything this world could offer you. How are you to know Him? Through life. Paul says, So that we may present every man. That was Paul's goal. That everyone would receive... 
Christ and would grow and mature in their relationship with Christ that they may be presented as as living in the fullness of all that they have been given. Do you see what Paul is saying? He says every man. So what Paul is saying is the focus of my ministry is this. I not only want them to receive Christ and His salvation for eternity, I want them to know Him and to live in the fullness of all that He has given them. I want them to be able to recognize Him, to perceive the greatness of His riches. I want them to be able to enter into all that He has afforded us by His grace and His presence. I want them to know Him so that in the last days, when they step before Him, when they are presented before Him, that they see Him in the maturity of living a life in the fullness of Christ. That's what I want. That's the joy. That every man could know Him the way I do. That every man could have but a glimpse of the glory of of this Savior called Jesus. That's the desire of my heart. That they could be matured in it. That they could grow in it. Oh, don't you see? This is not a huge evangelism drive on Paul's part. He wants every man to know Him, but He wants every man to know the fullness of Him. The fullness. This is the greatest and most tragic part of the day and age that we live in. That we have churches full of people who profess to know the person of Christ, but have not walked a single day in the fullness of who He is that will not choose Him over the world, that do not see the answer as being a person. They see what the person brings. They've missed it. And Paul looks out and he says, Oh, that every man would know. Oh, that every man would receive the fullness of his life, the riches of his grace, the truth of the intimacy that he desires with us. Colossians 1.29, Paul continues, For this I labor unto weariness, striving with all the superhuman energy which he so mightily enkindles and works within me. You know what he's talking about here? He is literally talking about the agony of physical labor and weariness. Oh, don't misunderstand me. This is not about legalism and doing for Christ. No, Paul is saying, I exerted all my strength in faith, believing that his strength would accomplish the work. You see, you remember Jesus? He got weary. He sat down by the well to rest. He rested his head in the front of the boat. He lay down and went to sleep. And do you remember when the woman with the issue of blood came out and touched him? He felt the power go out of him, didn't he? You see, our Lord in His humanity got tired and weary. Was that because He was not dependent upon the strength and the power of the life of God within Him, the Father within Him, the Spirit within Him? No. It's because His humanity couldn't keep up with the truth of His Spirit. And that's the reality of you. And you see, our strength is but the widow's might. And we stand before Him in faith. And He says, go forward. And you say, I don't have the strength. He says, my strength. My strength. It's made perfect in your weakness. That's what He told Paul. (laughs) I love the fact that you need me is what He's saying. I love the fact that you're dependent upon me. 
and I rush into the vacuum of your need with everything that I have as omnipotent God. And I put all of my power in my life at your disposal for this purpose, that you may know me, that you may see my heart, that you may be matured in truth, that you may grow in the realization of who I am, that you may be all that I created you to be as my child. Paul says, I'm weary. I give everything I have to Him. And my prayer is this, that in that weakness, in that exhaustion, in that total weariness, I will see the strength of my God. You see, we're not called to a passive life, sitting around twiddling our thumbs waiting for God to ride in with all the power of heaven. No, it's better than that. We get to participate. We get to go in and we get to include our feeble offering as a sacrifice before Him that we might share in His work, that we might know Him. Oh, we dare not call it our own. Jesus said, apart from me, as the vine, you can do nothing. It's not our weakness that accomplishes it. It's not our strength that makes it happen. It is the power of Christ in you. Your weakness just assures, as an offering, assures your participation in the work of God. Thank you for joining us today for His Life Revealed, the radio ministry of His Life Fellowship. We hope today's message has encouraged you to yield to His life in every situation. Rest in His life, moment by moment, and receive from His life all that you need to show Christ in this world. To get to know us better, visit us on the web at hislifefellowship.org or on Facebook at His Life Fellowship. And join us for worship services on Saturdays at 5 p.m. at 7015 Wurzbach Road. If this message has blessed you, you can help support this program with your gift to His Life Ministries, P.O. Box 781-529, San Antonio, Texas, 78278. And now, before we go, our prayer for you this coming week is that the image of the invisible God would be visible in you and that you would remember that wherever you go, whatever you do, the hope of glory is Christ in you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.